Welcome to the Fringe Following. Today is Tuesday, August 4th, 2020. My name is Ronnie and with me is Michelle. Today we're going to be talking about the frontline doctors about hydroxychloroquine and the approval of HCQ and also mail-in voting. So hello, Michelle. How are you? I'm well. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah, this is a topic that um, I we touched on before. This is episode three. We touched on it on episode one. And this is when they came out last Monday. Um, I believe it was the 29th. Oh, no, the 27th of July. They came out on the... Um, steps of Washington, D.C., and we talked about it, and they were saying that HCQ is a viable treatment, and there's no reason to fear COVID, Um, and then it got torn down, and we talked about that, and I had a heck of a time finding the video, and so I finally found it on the Tea Party Patriots Action site. Now, I'm not a member of the Tea Party but I was really curious about this video. And so I finally saw it. I hadn't seen it when we discussed it. And then they did the most interesting thing. They came back the very next day because big tech had torn down their, um, torn down everything, all traces of the video couldn't find on YouTube or anything as we've discussed. And they actually came back the next day and I got that video as well. And they said, to me, more interesting things in the second video than they said in the first. And so I wanted to kind of touch on some of those. I know we've already touched on it once before, not too long ago, but a lot of things that I'm seeing out there are still discussions on hydroxychloroquine, and we're going to call it HCQ for short. Um, and it you really, the fact that they took it all down and nobody is even blinking twice. And the way I'm seeing how America just instantly divides, you have one camp that says, oh, this is dangerous information and these people have wishful thinking. And then on the other side, there's, you know, real life doctors that are saying, hey, that it works. And everyone else is telling us not. And um, it's a pretty big deal. In fact, they mentioned in the second video, or maybe it was the first video, that for the first time ever in American medical history, a pharmacist can override a doctor's order for HCQ. In certain states and in certain pharmacies, if a pharmacist sees a prescription for HCQ, he can actually deny the doctor's prescription. This has never happened. And I have been in healthcare, and this to me is incredulous that all of a sudden a pharmacist is given power over a doctor that he can actually say the doctor is ill-advised to be prescribing this and he isn't doing this. This is huge. And because of it, I think it just really opens up the whole can of worms that we talk about, how the media is taking over. And I had a really hard time with this podcast because I've been trying to put it together all week um, since the other information has come out since the last time we spoke. And part of the problem is, is that I'm not sure who I'm addressing sometimes. If if I'm addressing the people that are listening to this podcast, they're probably people that are already have their feelers up and have been a little woke, if not completely woke, 
about the negative power of the press. But the people that I see most affected are the people that have no clue that totally hook, line, and sinker believe everything that the press is telling them and live in fear, even the ones, and and I'm talking across party lines. I've seen people that support Trump that are like mask shamers and won't go out of their house for anything. And they're living their lives in absolute fear. And then I've seen Trump haters do the same thing. But then I've, I've seen the reverse. I've seen some Trump haters go on without a mask and, and not want it. And I've seen, you know, people that, you know, did vote for Trump that, you know, are, are you know, the opposite end of the spectrum. And this fascinates me. And it also worries me greatly that censorship, this is such a blatant act of censorship. And I know I've been dominating the conversation here, Ronnie, and I'm sorry, you you chime in if you want, but it's something that I, I really, really have a passion for. No, it's okay. I mean, I'm on board with you with the uh, censorship. Um, not only that, let's not forget that if HCQ, and we're pretty sure that it is the treatment, it is the cure, and um, it's HCQ and then it's a combination of zinc and the antibiotic, right? Mm-hmm. So let's just say, you know, six months from now or after the election that we find that this definitely is the golden ticket to getting uh, well, to getting better. Think of the thousands of people that passed away unnecessarily. Yes, or lost weeks and weeks and weeks of work and were placed on ventilators, which have long-term consequences. I had a friend who had to go on a ventilator, and to this day, she still has issues because she was once on a ventilator. And this is all unnecessary. And I have a passion for science, and I have a passion for health. That's always been a big, big, big part of me. And just to see this blatantly ignored and poo-pooed and, oh, it's just wishful thinking, it just enrages me. And I just, I, I you know... I, I want to take action and, you know, I, I want to play for you some, uh, some clips, Ronnie, so you can hear it too. Cause I know you, you didn't hear the second talk that they, they gave the very next day after big. Right. No, I must've missed that. There's yeah. too much going on. There's so much going on. So let me get that queued up for you. If you can give me a moment. I'm Dr. Richard Urso. I'm really happy to be here today. I've been doing this since the uh, early part of the year. And I knew at that time that the drug worked because it worked all the way back in 2005 for SARS. And we cannot let our patients die without treatment, right? And that's the major thing that's happened. We've been told to hide in our houses, wear a mask, and wait for a vaccine. That's not a strategy. We have a strategy, and I'm going to give you a little perspective, okay? The drug has been shown in endemic areas where they use it all the time. There's no COVID, almost zero. In studies where it was prophylaxed in India, where they did studies in Italy, in Portugal, Nigeria, where it was used for prophylaxis, the reduction in, case, the case, reduction in cases was about 80%. Who's the number one person for infectious disease in the world? And has he weighed in on this? He has. His name's Didier Raoul. He's treated 4,000 people with this drug and have fabulous results. 
Hydroxychloroquine works. Withholding it from patients is shameful. We're here to bring you that news. Hydroxychloroquine works. All right. Wow. No, I did not hear that. And that is uh, not shocking, but also shocking at the same time. It's hard to describe. Um, but I'd heard this before. And I remember somebody, I don't know if it was a doctor or who it was, who went on Tucker Carlson in the spring. It must have been in April. And he had said, we found the cure. And even Tucker Carlson had this look on his face like, what? And, uh, and it, again, it was the treatment that they were just speaking of. Yeah. It, okay. Yeah. And at the fact that they have studies showing, you know, they do use HCQ prophylactically in places because of malaria or not just about COVID. This drug has been around for a very long time. As people know, I think it's like 60 years and it costs 38 cents a pill as opposed to, you know, $3,000 a vaccine will probably cost. And so it was, it's just mind-blowing. The stats are there. They used it prophylactically. They didn't, you know, places where they were, they didn't have any instance. And then they were trying it out in other countries, an 80% reduction, 80% reduction. Wow. That's a huge number. <laughs> yes. You know? What if our numbers were 80% less? Would we even be wearing masks or having this COVID conversation? You know? I, I, yeah, well, I think we all know what's going on here. Uh, well, obviously we know what's call going it on out, here. Ronnie, call it out. Cause I'm, you know, <laughs> well, this is about the election. Um, yeah. this is about stay home. I know we discussed this in episode one, but it's about stay home, mail in your ballot. Um, you know, be scared, wear a mask, conform, conform, conform. Right. And, uh, as we discussed before, we never saw this, um, not in our lifetime, probably never again, we'll see this happen. Um, uh, you know, we, we discussed the flu last time, you know, mm -hmm. this is really all about trying to rig the election. Uh, it, it is, but there's also a money component. There is a money component. And there's a huge money component. And it really, HCQ, the patent is gone. They can't do anything about it. They, I guess they can't reformulate it and call it a COVID cure and suddenly charge 3000 bucks a pill. But I, I think that big pharma, which nobody mentions a lot. I know a lot of people mention this is an election issue and I, and I agree. And we are you know going to discuss that as well. But big pharma is huge, huge, huge influence in this country and abroad, but especially here, they have a stronghold on us. And I think they're influencing this too. I think they're pulling some of these strings behind the curtain about why this isn't being readily available. There is a huge monetary interest to this cure. Well, if, if you it, noticed the other day Twitter, on Twitter, uh, you know, President Trump had tweeted about lowering the prices of EpiPens. And there was another drug, I can't remember what it was right off the top of my head, but um, he is all about trying to lower uh, the prices and trying to give simple cures to the people. He understands the big pharma. We've been talking about us conspiracy theorists. We've yeah. been talking about big pharma for years and years. about years. Yes. yes. And he's the first president to actually understand. Right. Right. I mean, even the whole Obamacare, and we don't have to get into that because that would be another whole discussion, but <laughs> definitely didn't 
do us any good. I have never felt like more like I'm going to, you know, I, I, I just feel like I'm trying to get alone whenever I try to see the doctor now, you know? And so do you, do you have a referral or if you don't have a referral, well, you can only talk to the doctor about the main concern that you called about. If you have an additional concern, that's going to be an additional charge and we're going to have to charge you. And, you know, they spend more time talking to me about the billing than they do actually looking at my concerns. <laughs> and I never, that never experienced that before um, Obamacare, but you know, that's neither here nor there, but it, it did not help the big pharma situation bottom line it it didn't if anything i you know i think things are more expensive quite honestly what what do you think uh, well, my experience with obamacare was that i got dropped by doctors i don't know how many times wow because the different yeah remember the uh, like your doctor keep your doctor bullshit um <laughs> i don't know how i don't know how many letters i got that said um you know our um practice doesn't uh, take your insurance anymore. So I'd have to find another doctor. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. And then another doctor. And then it happened to me. I don't know how many times I'd say maybe three to five times. Um, And I could never understand what that was all about. I, it never, I never understood it. And I was, you know, I was just, okay, I guess I'll find another doctor. Mm -hmm. Um, But I never really, I, I, I always knew Obamacare. I was, I never on board with it. Uh, ever. No. And uh, I, I was actually feeling like this isn't a good thing. And it turned out it isn't a good thing. No, no. I mean, I've been around a, a long time and I've been through a lot of different healthcare systems and I've never seen it like it is now. It's it's crazy ridiculous, you know. Um, I have another clip. Let me play this one for you. It's a little bit shorter. Okay. I'm Dr. Calderwood from uh, Huntsville, Alabama. I'm a family physician and and also boarded in ER medicine uh, or previously boarded. The only way you, as the American people, will get this drug is if you demand it. You're going to have to write to your your congressmen, your um, governors, tweet President Trump. You've got to demand it. If you demand it, you'll get it and you can save your life. many others do it okay good good and at the end he actually cut out and he almost broke down into tears which you couldn't see and oh i see yeah and this is a grown man he looks like my my dad you know or something like that and he um he he almost broke down into tears because he's so frustrated that he can't get this treatment for his hearing hearing that made me angry because yeah. I shouldn't have to go demand a drug that's going to save my life. Right. I right. shouldn't have to write my governor, which, by the way, I live in a blue state, which yeah. he has Good banned. Luck. He's banned the drug here. He's all for mail-in voting uh, and, and all of that. So, I, you know, this, this angers me. And it should anger a lot of people. It really should. You should not be kept from a cure because they're trying to come out with the uh, the vaccine in which I'm not on board with really. Um, especially since we already know there's a treatment. Right. Right. And we're being deprived of it. 
I remember, you know, early on there was, you know, especially when this first hit, there was huge discussion and I brought up HCQ and some of my more liberal friends spoke out against it. Oh, this is dangerous to be talking (laughs) about this. And, and, you know, you, you know, this is passing misinformation and, you know, they were giving me a bunch of links and Snopes and I don't believe Snopes as far as I can throw it, you know, I can't, you know, all of those. And I'm like, what the hell is so wrong with this treatment that is safer than Advil and you guys aren't even giving a chance. And then someone that I knew piped up and they work in medicine. And they said their hospital was trying it and it was working and they had great success. Now this was several months ago and it was before I think it was pulled and pharmacists were given the power over the doctor. I'm dying to ask him or did his state withdraw his his availability because they had great success. And he actually went up against this troll on my account and said, you're the one blowing smoke, buddy, because it works. And I was just like, yes. (laughs) And that was months ago. And this is these are people actually on the front lines. And I was just I am so angered by that, that, yeah, we have to ask our congressman and tweet Trump <laughs> and go to our governor. And, you know, I I had told you I was thinking about making a meme. I've seen some memes float around like I'm going to contact my my congressman about HCQ. I'm like, you know, fuck that. I think I'm going to produce a meme that says if something happens to me, if I get COVID-19, I am stating to all my friends and family uh, based on my own research and my personal opinion do whatever it takes to get me HCQ. If you have to go to Mexico, Canada, or if you have to go to South Dakota, where I hear it's not banned, then yeah, do that. Drive there immediately so that you can save my life. Because at this point, I'm scared to death to get this thing only because my fucking doctor probably wouldn't give it to me. You know what I mean? And you yeah. know how, how awful is that? You know, think about that. Are you and- in a blue state as well? Yeah, I'm going to Okay, well. okay, yeah. right. See, and but, that, that's yeah. the thing. And I, I said in the last episode that I had seen research coming out of Europe and I posted about it, you know. And then not only that, I had forgotten about this, but I, I just re- remembered was, uh, do you remember the uh, show Lost? Yeah, I never saw it. I need to. I know I'm bad. I have, right. yeah. <laughs> It's a good show. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a Korean actor on there named uh, Daniel Dai Kim or mm-hmm. Daniel Day Kim. Anyhow, um, he he had put a video out that he took that treatment and he was fine. He got COVID. Okay. He took he took the hydroxychloroquine treatment, the HCQ treatment. He was fine, and he was he had his video out there, and he says, "Yeah, if it wasn't for that, I'd be fine." And early on, when you were when it was probably more easy to get, I assume I don't know, but um, I, I'd seen a lot of other videos and testimonies like that. Yeah. And where did they go? I I never saw that. You know, where where have they disappeared to? And why haven't they been covered in the press? And we talk about, you know, how the six companies own all the press and even Fox is in cahoots. Has Fox even spoken out in in favor of HCQ that much? I don't know. I'll admit, you know. Well, there I was looking on, uh, you know, Twitter as I'm always on Twitter. Yes, but uh... You're so good at that. Great source. Great source. It can be, but you have to be careful though. There's a lot of, um, you know, conspiracy theories. Again, I hate that term, but if, to me, if it's, if it's, um, 
unfounded or there's not much evidence for it, I kind of tend to be a little skeptical. Um, but I did see, I believe it was some kind of document or some kind of article that was ran back way back. I don't even know what year, but Dr. Fauci had talked about HCQ being good for uh, certain treatments. I don't know yeah. if it was coronavirus funny. or, or yeah. not, yeah. but I did see that. And I just thought, uh, okay. And that man changes his mind. It seems quite a bit. I don't know if he's ever done that with HCQ, but he's gone back and he's very flippant about the masks. And now he's telling us to wear goggles. I mean, are you guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Next is going to be hazmat suits. I mean, and yeah. not to mention he, I think he did a cover shoot for in style magazine and oh, uh, you know, the, the, oh, just this guy, I, I just don't find him very credible. Um, I know, and I, and it's been shown, and they they don't cover it, but it's been shown that he has financial ties. He has a financial benefit for a vaccine to come out. He has a financial tie, a financial gain by some other cure other than HCQ, and it just drives me insane. And yet he's our American spokesman. You know, I just it blows my mind. Now, something I I want to tell our listeners is if. You know, don't listen to us. Do your own research. I, I highly recommend watching these two videos by by the Tea Party Patriots. And I there's also this article in Newsweek, which I consider a mainstream source. And they said that it's from Dr. Harvey Reich, R-I-S-C-H. He's professor of epidemiology, Yale School of Public Health. And it was published um, July 23rd of this year. And he says the key to defeating COVID-19 already exists. We need to start using it. And he goes into detail. Um, you know, if you like all the, all the, you know, getting granular and looking at all the medical terms, he goes into detail about that. And this was on the 23rd and they actually do cite the study also um, on these videos, but I did want to bring it up if you do want to do research of your own, because it's so frustrating. There's a, coach I know, um, I personally know, and he also has national coverage. Um, and I saw a video from him the other day that I don't know if it, it was actually on CNN or one of the sources. He, I mean, he's, he's getting some really good national coverage and I'm proud of him right now. And he, uh, you know, basically said, well, he, they were playing videos of these doctors in the background. He says, we all want a cure. We all want so badly for it to go back to normal, but that's just not the case. And these viewpoints are dangerous. And as badly as these doctors, you know, basically saying as badly as these doctors want it, you know, to be the case, it's not the case. This is our new normal, basically was the message and how to cope with that. And I was thinking, first of all, I know this guy, I know he's not a medical doctor, you know, and he isn't even a health coach, you know? And so um, medic medicine is not his forte. And I'm thinking, how can you even speak out against that when you're not a doctor or a scientist and take the view of all of media just so simply off of your tongue? You know, and I'm not here to bash him, but it's so um, amazing to me and mind-blowing to me how quickly people adopt the mainstream rhetoric, rhetoric. This is dangerous. We can't talk about this. This is wrong. And they never question it and they never research it on their own. Is this guy a Yale's, you know, a Yale professor of epidemiology? No, <laughs> you know, yet his voice is being heard 10,000, 10 million times more than this guy's voice, you know, and that 
just drives me crazy, Ronnie. It just does. I mean, mm-hmm. what, how do you feel about it? Well, of course it does because again, this is this is this is not just your common cold. I mean, the you know the coronavirus is is a coronavirus and the cold is a coronavirus. It's just a different type, but yeah. this, but, but there's people dying from this. Um, do I think is, do I think there's a, a lot of people dying from this? That again is a whole other thing. Yeah. I don't know. I think the numbers in a lot of cases are being fudged and it's been proven as such as in Florida recently, uh, that they were reporting more deaths. However, people are still dying. People don't die from the common cold unless it turns yeah. into something more sinister down the road. Um, so yes, the, the, the fact that they're holding back a treatment and I just looked up the, uh, what I was just saying about Dr. Fauci, um, of course, Snopes said, see, he said, supposedly what's been going around this week is, you know, did Fauci in 2005, virology journals, uh, say that hydroxychloroquine can treat SARS. And of course, Snopes says false. Um, I saw like a screenshot of the article, but you know, you got to kind of be careful with that. There's Photoshop and stuff. So I don't know about this, but of course, Snopes says false. So I don't, and I don't believe Snopes either. So we're we're (laughs) living, right. We're living in a time that there is crazy, uh, censorship control. It's a misinformation warfare on our minds. And it's up to us to, you know, listen to the story on the news and then go and try to come up with your own conclusions, you know, um, try to find alternative viewpoints. But the fact that all those doctors came out and said that recently. At the threat of their own practices and at the threat of their own humiliation. I mean, they really threw that one doctor under the bus and totally skewed her because of her her religious beliefs. And do you think that, I mean, do you think we'd be having this conversation, you and I, if we didn't feel so strongly about it, that we'd be putting ourselves out there, you know, but they, they have their, you know, they, they're forward. We're seeing their faces. We're seeing their first and last names. They're telling us where they're from. They are putting themselves out there at great, great risk, in my opinion. And why would they do that unless they really felt that strongly? That guy almost broke down into tears. Would he be doing that if this was right. a nudge, nudge, wink, wink, wishful thinking conversation? Or is this something that he feels so passionate about and can't understand why it isn't readily available when it was for, you know, for such a long time? And this is this is the critical thinking part about it is that HCQ is so cheap. Nobody's making money off of this. This is there's no uh, whatever. This is not a new drug. Nobody has big stock in this. It's just a drug. Um, But a lot of people have uh, stock in the, the, the development of the vaccine. This is what it's about. It's all about money. That's all they fucking care about. And it's also about, and it's also about the election, because if you start peeling it back, if you start peeling back the layers and HCQ works, what does that mean? That means Mm -hmm. we can all go back to work. We don't have to wear masks. All businesses can reopen. Schools can reopen. Parents can have their kids back in the school. They can go back to work. Everything starts having a cascade effect. And suddenly, um, you know, the economy starts getting better and the Trump isn't looking as bad mail-in voting. There's no reason for that anymore. And we, we haven't even gone down that path yet. And so really, I mean, 
people don't realize this is a huge thing. The fact that they're suppressing this in the midst of everything else, all the chaos is huge because if this would, if everyone would adopt this tomorrow, we would be living an entirely different life by next week. I guarantee To me, I think this is where the deep state, uh, the real people on top are showing their true colors. Um, Before they have been in the background, you know, in the shadows, this is definitely shining a huge light. And it's so so blatant. It's so obvious, like as obvious as the nose on my face and no one sees it. And everyone adopts the mainstream narrative against this. And it's just like, wow. I I don't know. I think, I don't, you know, I think you've got, you're going to always have that, the group of people that are, you know, um, they're either in on it or they're clueless, you know, they're clueless about what's really going on. They're brainwashed. They believe everything the media tells them, you know, right? or they don't doubt enough, you know? Right. Yeah. No, I don't want to condemn everyone. I'm not, I, I, that, you know, that was me using that term globally when I shouldn't have, but it, it just, it, it feels like it's everyone because it is the mainstream narrative. You know, you can't deny it's the mainstream. Oh, I know. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And the thing about the, the suppression is that I, I read a book a few months ago called Child 44. It's by Tom Rod Smith. It's fiction. But it's about a crime that takes place in communist Russia. I think, uh, was Stalin still in charge? or, or the, I, I forget the exact timeline if it was the 40s or 50s. But because the communist party line is that cr- there is no need for crime in communist Russia because we've provided you everything. They actually suppressed this crime and it was a serial killer going around, but they wouldn't admit it. They would make up stories. Oh, the kid was hit by a train. It was a, they were all children and they were all being killed. And um, it was this cop who was towing the party line, pro-communist, taking people down for, you know, not being communist, you know, secretly not being communist. He was the one who actually started seeing it. And, you know, the whole book is about his progression, how he does a 180 from his Communist Party line to running from them and, and actually ending up in one of their camps and having to run from that and all of that. But this is what censorship and suppression does. Is yes. And it can happen at a global scale. And I, I just, I can't get behind it. I just can't. I just, it scares me, uh, you know, what what will happen if this continues. I mean, I, I know there's always been censorship and deep state and things running in the background, but this is so blatant and people are embracing it. Even to see one person embrace it blows my mind, especially. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. It surprises me too. I, I, I don't understand that at all. No. Um, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I have another clip. Let me play one more. And this kind of talks about why this is such a big deal. We've already been talking about that, but let me let me bring uh, another person up. So hang on a second. I'm Dr. Mark McDonald. I'm a child psychiatrist in Los Angeles, California. I'm here today because my patients are scared. I'm here today because the American people are scared. They're being told that staying at home, staying in their basements, putting on a hazmat suit and jumping in front of traffic as they pass by people on the street is going to keep them safe. That is not a strategy, a strategy. It is a tragedy and it is not going to keep them safe. 
why patients have worsened in their emotional condition without exception since March. Bedwetting, self-harm behavior, depression, anxiety, even suicide has increased dramatically since we shut the country down. And during that time, not a single child in the state of California has died of coronavirus. You can verify that on the CDC website. During that time, not a single adult has been infected through transmission of coronavirus from a child. In addition, the schools, which had been closed for three, four, five months in this country, have all reopened throughout the rest of the world, many, many places, successfully, without any significant rise in illness or death, and no transmission between students and teachers. This has been reported in very reputable journals throughout Europe as recently as 10 days ago. We need a strategy to end the fear because fear is what is keeping us from ending this pandemic. At this point, it is not a medical crisis, it is an emotional crisis. But people are so afraid, they're grasping at straws to find anything, anything at all, that will give them a sense of peace and comfort. Well, we have that now, and it's not just a feeling, it's actually medically proven to be safe and effective, effective which is the hydroxychloroquine which we've all been talking about in the last 24 hours. If we can release this and get this to the American people, the fear will end, our children will be safer, they will get back to school, their parents will get back to work, and our country will be back on its feet. We need to do this now. Take charge of yourselves, individuals. Don't leave it up to the leadership, the politicians, the media, the special interest groups to make those decisions for you. Make the decisions on your own. Talk to your doctors, talk to your congressmen, your senators. Follow what Mary Beth advised you to do. Look this up, speak out, take back your freedom. Stop living in fear. Well, he just got suicided. He <laughs> <laughs> said the F word, freedom. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. God forbid. <laughs> I, I don't know if you caught it. He's a child psychologist. So the, the, the people that he was talking about are his patients. They are children. Okay. okay. And the fact that, um, were you able to hear most of it or not? Or he was, okay, good. I wasn't sure because he was really low on his voice. Yeah, I just, this is the consequence and result from other people making these decisions for us. Other people that have other interests, not our best interests at heart. Children are making uncounted more suicides. Not to mention the domestic violence. We haven't even caught that from the women who have to stay at home or the, well, let's not go gender there, from the spouse that is being abused, having to stay at home. It's just, it's, it's just awful, Ronnie. I mean, I just, you know, I just, you know. Well, I mean, I remember Trump saying back early on that suicides would be on the rise and alcoholism and uh, whatever. And yeah, he was right. Suicides. I mean, I've heard more cases of this. I mean, I've even experienced it with uh, some of my friends, just um, the anxiety level I feel from people. And I I recently took a a road trip to Arizona Mm -hmm. and I told one of my friends and he said, you better be careful. I said, why? Well, you know, coronavirus is really on the rise there. I'm like, it's on the rise where I'm at here too. I, and I told him, I said, you know what? I, I'm just, I appreciate it. Thanks, but I'm not going to live in fear. 
And he didn't say anything back to me. But this is a person that, of course, is uh, wanting to vote the bad orange man out. And he's buying everything that the news says. And he's um, he's just living in anxiety and fear. Yes. And, and I've had to really think really hard about those people that I know that still are in anxiety and fear, despite whatever side of the fence they're on. And I just, I lived in fear too, but at some point I had to break out of it. It, To me, it was going to be more, the fear was going to be more damaging than a potential disease could ever give me, you know, and it's not living. And I just, I don't know what to say to them. I still don't know what to say to them because I too have gotten caught up in the fear. I can see a microbe under anything. I, I really can, you know, and I can really be OCD with the best of them, but I just can't, can't, can't continue to live that way, especially when all these other opposing factors are out there that I'm opening my eyes and my mind to. You know, if everyone, you know, if this truly was an apocalypse and everyone was dropping dead in the street, yeah, I'd sure as hell be taking all the precautions, but I'm not seeing what the press is trying to have me believe. Right. And and I know you feel that too, you know. Well, you know, and it makes me angry because if you, if you, I mean, I even put up, you know, a couple of posts on, on Facebook about masks and how they're ineffective. And I mean, literally people are trying to fight with me about it Mm -hmm. and I can't even have a thought, you know, I can't even, I can't even put my opinion out there because I'm a bad person. You know, how could you say that? And, uh, that makes me angry that I can't even express myself. I can't even, what I believe to be true. It's almost like those stupid Americans, you know, they, they are just so, they got to question everything. Yeah. That's why we are the way we are is because we did question everything. We got away from, you know, England and we, we set up our own country and, you know, this is what our nation is all about. You, you question things, you don't follow the authorities. You make, you know, you, you do what's right for you. You know, you do what's right. What, what makes sense, you know? Um, right within the bounds of law and order. right yeah. of course right. Uh, obviously yeah. yeah so i i agree with you and i just it just it it seems it makes me so angry and it makes me so mad it makes me feel so helpless and you know so what do i do i'm going to speak about it and i'm speaking about it now am i going to cover it on my facebook page no probably not i don't have the energy to you know Oh, I stopped doing that. It, yeah. it, it's just, you know, um, on the opposite spectrum, you can't convince people. See, now, the reason why I always go on and on about the Q posts is because mm-hmm. he, he, them, whoever it is, they right. want you to think for them s- yourself. They want you to do your own research. You know, mm-hmm. they say, they say, and they also say, you can't just tell people. They have to be shown you have to show people. And this is when I said, yeah, this this is not a cult. This is not some, you know, weird propaganda. They really want us to do our own research and to look into things. And he talks about, uh, or they talk about HCQ all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I No, I support you with looking on the Q posts and I need to start doing that. There, I, I really think that I, 
everyone that I talk to that's on this side of it, the same side as us, they pretty much all mention Q, you know, they're the, and so I believe it's a valid resource. I do. I really, really it's a do. huge movement. It's not just a huge movement here in this country. It's also a huge movement all around the world. Um, I didn't know that. I didn't all, know that. Oh yes. All around the world. Yes. Even mm-hmm. though it just, does it just address American issues or is it global in nature? See, the thing is uh, the deep state's not just in our country. This is a new That's world true. order thing. That's true. Right. Mm-hmm. So right. Yeah. everybody, everybody's interconnected, you know, and there's some things that I, I question on the Q post. And I go, oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. For example, Angela Merkel is supposedly the daughter of Hitler. Who, oh, uh, forgive my ignorance. Who is Germany? Uh, the German president. Oh, really? <laughs> that was yeah. on there. Yes. Oh wow, wow. Yes. Yeah. And they say the truth will shock the world. And there I was, like, of course I question everything, even that, you know. So even though I'm I'm actively every day looking to see if there's any new drops. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I question the drops and then I'll, then there I am. I'm, I'm bringing up a picture of Angela Merkel and I'm bringing up a picture of Hitler and I'm <laughs> looking and I'm going, yeah, maybe they, they kind of have the same mouth. It's possible. <laughs> <laughs> now that's funny. <laughs> but yes, it, there is a lot of gems in there. So you might want to go in there and just uh, keyword. No, yeah, to. key keyword hydroxychloroquine. You're gonna find a lot of stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it. I believe it. And you know, I just, you know, what can I do? I can speak out against it. I think every time that we put put it out there, it counters the, you know, it cancels mainstream media. You know, we're canceling them by 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 saying a different alternate narrative. But with that also, I think I'm going to try to do some sort of meme. Maybe it'll go viral. I'm probably humoring myself and saying that, but something where it's like, yeah, okay, forget everybody else. For me and myself, I want it. Because if you start talking for everyone else, then that's an argument that someone can entertain. How dare you say it? But if I say it for myself, how am I passing on misinformation or how am I passing on something dangerous if I'm making that choice for myself, you know? Well, see, that's the, that's the thing. And that's, this is all about uh, our show as well. I mean, we are not telling people, we're telling people our opinion. We're telling people what we see in our point of view, but right. we highly encourage you to look into things like, like uh, really research it, use your critical thinking skills. What's, what's making sense here? What's not making sense here? I mean, I don't know if you're ready to talk about the mill in voting yet, but I do. Uh, yeah, but no, please lead into that. And I'm sorry. We yeah. off on no, 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 it's okay. It's fine. No, I mean, um, and yeah. I don't really don't have, I don't have a ton to say about that, but, um, you know, and, and perhaps we can revisit that in another episode, but this has been going on for a while. The, Mm -hmm. the, uh, the fraudulent voting, uh, system. I remember reading about this back in 2016 and, uh, project Veritas did a uh, very in-depth investigation of the voting system back then and, and found many flaws. Um, now, now, right now, I know Trump is trying to push, you know, now he was saying about Florida, I think he tweeted out today about Florida, I'm trying to find it here. So he said here, t- you know, today, whether you call it vote by mail or absentee voting in Florida, the election system is safe and secure, tried and true. 
uh, Florida's voting system has been cleaned up. We defeated Democrats' attempts at change. So in Florida, I encourage all to request a ballot and vote by mail. Um, Now, in the state of Nevada, though, you know, uh, the governor there, I believe his name's Sisolak, he is pushing mail-in voting, but he's also banned hydroxychloroquine, um, you know, so he's a Democrat. And uh, he said here, in an illegal late night coup, this was on August 3rd that he tweeted this just yesterday, in an illegal late night coup, Nevada's clubhouse governor made it impossible for Republicans to win the state. Post office could never handle the traffic of mail-in votes without preparation, using COVID to steal the state. See you in court. Oh, wow. Right. So if you notice that the Democratic states are the ones pushing the mail-in voting um, the most. And why is that? I wonder. (laughs) Yeah, you wonder, right? California, I believe they're trying to do that there as well. New York, yes, and yeah. and they're all Democrat-run states. I'm sure Oregon and and Washington and, um, you know those states like that. So and and it kind of brings me back to that story too. I just uh, ran across, I believe it was last month, where I believe that this was in Tennessee, somewhere in the South, but uh, an owner of a cat got a mail-in ballot for the cat. The cat. The cat. <laughs> the cat had been dead for several years and still got a mail-in ballot. Now, come on. How the hell did a cat get into the voting system? Are they pulling at veterinarian documents now? And and, and <laughs> am I going to get some mail-in ballots for my, my dogs and my cats? <laughs> probably. Probably. Right. <laughs> I wouldn't be. I mean, not to mention, do you remember, do you remember back in the 2016 election or I don't, maybe it was the 2016, could have, this is, this may have been going on a long time, who knows, but dead people were getting mail-in, mail-in ballots. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right. So it makes me, it makes me wonder, like I have friends who are Democrats. Um, I'm not saying they're bad people. They're not. No, I'm I just think I just wonder if there's some kind of document you have to sign when you become a democratic politician that makes you um, corrupt. You know, <laughs> okay. to be in this party, you have to be corrupt. Here, sign the line. I mean, because it seems like everything they do is fucked up. It feels like that, and it I know feels like that. They, would, they, would, they, they will turn around and say the same thing about President Trump and the Republican of Party. Course. So, yeah, of, of course. course. So, yeah. but I just, it just, I always get. I, I'm, I'm huge. I'm reading energy, and you know, that's kind of woo woo and out there. But I never like. I look at Nancy Pelosi, and I just get the heebie-jeebies, and not because she's not an attractive woman, and she's not, but because. <laughs> There's something about her that just makes me cringe inside. The same with Hillary. I felt that way with Hillary. I, I, you know, if I never even heard about WikiLinks just based off her energy, I could have never voted for her. You know? Yeah. And yeah. I'm, oh, we could, we if, could, I could do a whole episode on Hillary Clinton. I really yeah, do oh, think yeah, she's, I really think she's the world's most hated woman at this point. I really do. Um, wow. I do. It's just my feeling. I mean, it's just based on everything I see, the stories I've heard that goes back many years, many decades about Mm -hmm. her. Uh, Terrible, evil woman, evil, 
(laughs) But you know, the thing is, I I don't mean to bash Democrats in general, and I'm talking about the voters. Um, I think most of my, you know, Democratic friends and family, they feel like they're doing the right thing. They feel like, you know, they have, they have big hearts. They really, really want to see the world change. But I do believe they are being completely brainwashed. And of course, that could be said on our side too. Well, we're being completely brainwashed. I try not to be. I think it's impossible to escape that entirely. But um, but I never was one to jump on one bandwagon or the other. And as I said with the the Q drops, I still question those because I once in a while will see a post and I'll kind of raise my eyebrows and say, "Really? (laughs) Okay. I think I need more evidence first. Yeah." Yeah, so no, I, I agree with you. And I just, yeah, to blanketly accept something and blanketly accept the narrative. And I'll be honest, there was a time in my life where I did blanketly accept mainstream na- narrative. When we I was all, I think we all did. Unless you were, uh, unless you were in the circle and you knew the truth, the general or you, public. Or you, or you grew up with, people that were highly questionable or highly counter culture, you know what I mean? Or counter, you know, mainstream narrative. I, I, I do know some people that have said they've always questioned it and they've always looked at things with a discerning eye because that's how their parents were. And I'm not saying my parents weren't, I, you know, I, I think that they really dove, dove into and investigated certain stances at time and tried to get to the bottom of things. And I think that's where I get it as well. I just have, I just have to dig deeper than what, what's being given to me now. I just have to. It just. I think a lot I, of yeah. people are now, and I think that is becoming the movement now. And um, I, I do. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. It I, is. I do believe that. It yeah. is. And uh, it's been said that after this darkness is going to be another age of enlightenment. And I believe that, actually. We're going through a very dark period right now in our history. And it's coming at us from all angles. Not only are we in a pandemic, uh, this is, this is really a fight for our freedoms on, and on every level you can imagine. Mm-hmm. It is, it, it is. And I, I hope we're on the right side of it is all I can say. Cause if we aren't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't want to be in a country where, you know, it's socialistic or communistic in nature. That, that, no, it's not. But I, I do believe, though, if you do vote for Biden, and that's my opinion, if you do <laughs> vote for Biden, you are going leaning on that side of it. Yeah. Well, Bernie, right? I, I still see bumper stickers, you know, pro Bernie. So, yeah, I mean, he was definitely. Oh, of course he was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so I just, wow. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. It just. I guess what time will tell the election's still several months away. Um, you know, and you know, at some point we're going to discuss Biden. I know, I, I don't think he's picked a running mate yet. I'm sure when he does, that's <laughs> what discuss, so. no, because he's still in his basement. <laughs> yes. Wearing a mask. <laughs> There are so many funny, there's so many funny memes going around about him. It just cracks me up. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 There is, there, there are some really hilarious ones. There really are. Yeah. So, but anyway, I want to thank you, Ronnie, for joining me because this is something that I really, really was 
raging about. And I, yes. you, know, I you were on fire today. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speak out, people. Just really take a second look. This HCQ suppression is not a small thing. I said it in the first podcast. I'll say it now. It, it's enough that I wanted to mention it again. It This isn't a small thing. Talk to your doctor. If you can't talk to your congressman, I mean, really after a point, it's like, good Lord, what, you know, what all do I have to do to make this happen? Or, you know, even if you just talk to your doctor about it or do some of your own research, I mean, sometimes the rabbit hole is scary to get down because it does create feelings in you, cognitive dissonance. It, 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 it creates feelings in you that you, that contradict what your beliefs are. But at some point you have to, you know, children are committing suicide more over this. There, People are depressed more over this. Not just children are suicide over this. We've got to, and it all boils down to, there is, quote, no known cure. We're, quote, waiting for a vaccine. And, quote, HCQ is a dangerous thing. And don't even bring it up. Don't even talk to me about it. Now, your doctor may have a different view. I, I have a feeling there's a lot of frontline doctors out there that probably are not, you know, anti-ACQ, but try getting it, you know, and um, that's the other thing. So just keep that in mind and keep being vocal about it. All we can do is being vocal because maybe that one person that's on the fence that is totally, you know, thinking about mainstream, you know, and totally watches all the mainstream narrative news and all of that, Maybe actually just by hearing you and you've never spoke before, maybe that'll actually perk them up. Wait, this person never speaks out about this. Why are they speaking out about this? They, they seem to be a pretty logical, straightforward person. And maybe that will actually spark some curiosity and they'll do their research and then they'll become vocal. And that's, as we were talking about, movement. And that's how movement gets created. But this is important. And I just want to implore everyone to do your research and speak out about it because we should not be rolling over for this. In my opinion, (laughs) we should not be rolling over. And that's a good message. Thank you. (laughs) So anyhow, this is um, Michelle and uh, we are the French following. Thank you so much for listening. If you uh, need to, comment on anything that we say or you disagree or don't disagree please let us know please comment please rate us um we we love all of that whether it's a one star or five star or whatever we want to hear from you and we thank you so much for listening because this podcast would not be successful without you and just thank you so much yes thank you